0: Instead, they got heroes. Did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all. Depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash. They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it to the tell. Dungeons and Debuckles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debuckles podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Kevin. Going around the table, Blake.
1: Hi, I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Julia, the Dragonborn
0: Eldritch Knight slash Wizard. And Shane. Uh,
2: That's me playing Alexander, the Human Bard.
0: And Hannah.
3: I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the Human Rogue.
0: And Anna.
3: Oh, hi. I'm
4: Anna, and I'll be playing the Paladin of Love. Draw. And what's your name? Anna. Hi. Sorry. Character. (laughs) Oh, Vicala El (laughs) Matora.
0: And John. Tell you this. I'm playing Eludidas, Lutidas. Elven monk. So the last time on Dungeons & Debacles podcast, you took a rest after fighting this water nymph and water elemental in the pond after you entered the Feywild. Um, After that, you followed some tracks Into the wood line into a a path to the Northeast that corresponded with an answer that you got from the Oracle after asking it where the boots of Fadel were after a couple of hours you came to a crossroad with a marker there that was in a language that you could not read after Alexander cast comprehend languages um, he got to the south, the marker pointed towards the twilight city. To the northeast pointed towards something that was kind of warden of away but said gap. Um, you followed that branch to the northeast because you could also see the tracks of the people that you were following on that path. After a, a couple of hours along this path, Vic saw some movement in the woods she decided to go out and try to track that down and she saw the movement again and saw something up against a tree that was camouflaged so she decided to poke it with her sword Uh, at that point a creature seemingly made out of uh, wood and vines and leaves giggled and came away from the tree and that is where you find yourselves now
4: uh, do I have any idea what that is?
0: Uh, give me a nature check
4: uh, let me see
0: 19 well so done natural 19. 20 minus 1 <laughs> um, so between the the teachings of when you grew up as a drow the, the, the priesthood of Loth you know between them drilling into your head how inferior males are and how the the priesthood the priestesses hold the ultimate power and you know teaching you you know the the ways of uh, how to gain lost favor you did hear some tells about some creatures of the fey and some of the uh, the lighter reading that you were allowed to read And you would recognize This creature as a Dryad
4: Hmm, okay I'm gonna single My warg to bring over the party
0: Okay So The warg's going to make its way Back out through these trees Walks out in front of the rest of the party And gives this like little yelp And then uh, Walks back to the tree line Back into the woods towards you you think she fell down a well?
2: No, I see.
0: We're going to have to do an editor's note on that one. Alright. Let's, let's go see what's going on, I guess. Uh, you know, Stop the cart,
5: hop down, and head off into the woods after the warg. Toward where we all saw the monster.
0: Alright, so are you all following uh, the warg into the woods? Yep. You go about... 20, 25 feet in and you're gonna find Vic and she is staring off into the, the woods at something basically like Jesse Ventura trying to pick out the predator I'm gonna hey, <laughs>
2: um,
4: <laughs> um, are they near me oh uh, the, yeah the they, they're
0: near you now so
4: apparently we have some fans
0: Dryads Can we see the dryad? Uh, everybody give me a perception check
4: Four Eighteen
0: Nineteen Talia Vic and Alunidas You kind of get the general area as Vic is like looking into the woods here and at first you're, you're scanning and you're not seeing anything and then you kind of let your eyes and focus a bit like you're trying to look at one of those uh, 3D paintings. You finally see like the outline of this figure up against a tree and then you're gonna make out these, like the shine of like two eyes that appear to be staring at you. Um,
4: I approached Talia for a second Child, did you see this, um, creature? Do you wanna try and aim between the eyes? I'll help you aim.
3: Perhaps we should question it first. Maybe we can get some information.
4: I guess. I mean, I figured we could kill one, capture the others, you know, be intimidating.
0: How many do we see? Just the one? Uh, just the one. There's bound to be more.
3: Yes, but we know where this one is. We can kill it afterward if if it is necessary. Ah, I hate dryads.
4: feel like elves. So who's gonna approach it?
3: Probably someone reasonable, Juliet?
4: The lizard.
2: Okay. Are we trying to kill him or are we trying to?
3: I figured normal. we'd see if we could talk and get information without, you know, the use of force.
2: I see, will walk I up to the dryad person.
0: They kind of point out the direction where the dryad is, and you start walking towards it. And uh, you get probably about ten feet away from it, and you're going to see it move off the tree and it says to you,
6: "I guess you found me. You win. That was fun." I
0: won. what's the prize?
6: Ah, that you found me.
2: <laughs> hey, um, so, we ended up playing your game, right? Would you happen to know what city we're going towards right now? To so the... that direction I'm point towards the northeast?
6: Oh, I don't know of any cities up that way.
2: What is up there?
6: Oh, that, that's the gap.
2: Is it, like, a huge hole?
6: Oh, yeah. One of the biggest I've ever seen.
2: What's down there?
6: Oh, it's the river. I wouldn't go there, though. Why not? Oh, because there's a a monster up there that guards the gap. They call it the Guardian. Why is it protecting the gap? I don't know. I guess it's its job. I've only seen it, you know, maybe once, and I didn't get a good look at it because I've heard stories about it, and it sounds super scary. Oh, I'm Twig, by the way.
2: I'm uh, Alexander. Uh, the guys behind me are part of my uh, party.
6: You don't look like an elf.
2: I. That is a good perception. I I am a human.
6: A human? Huh. I've never seen one of you before. You kind of look like an elf, but your ears aren't nearly as pointy.
2: Uh, do you usually only elves come over to this side?
6: Well, only the one I've seen. I mean... I probably haven't seen everyone who travels the road, I mean, I, I I do wander around from, you know, time to time, but everyone I've seen has been an elf. I don't know what they do up there, but, you know, I see them come through from time to time, and, and it seems like there hasn't been that many of late. There was a big group that came through here mm, a, a while ago. I, I, don't, I don't know how long, I and mean, time's funny here
5: we're heading on. toward the gap?
6: Yeah! Ooh. Um, can I approach Twig? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Hey, um, Twig. <laughs> you poked me with that shiny stick you've got. That tickle.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. Do you like, um, role-deception- playing games? Oh, I love games. I have a game. For you. I'm willing
6: to bet you're too scared to show us the way to the gap. Well, that doesn't sound like much fun. I mean, it's just up this trail. I mean, you just keep going the way you'll go and you'll run into it eventually. But like I said, I probably wouldn't go that way. Oh, okay. So it's just up this trail? Yeah, let's say. You don't walk very fast, or you don't look like you do, so... Maybe about another hour or so? Hmm... Tell you what... If you
4: come with us... I'm willing... To...
6: Give you something tasty. Something tasty? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't really... I don't eat people food, what what would you have that would be tasty? Hmm something cold and tough
4: cold and tough is that a riddle yep you can only know the answer if you come with us
6: yeah Yeah, I don't have anything better to do right now I, I guess I could it'll be fine alright great
0: so uh, she's just gonna take off walking back towards the trail and says follow
3: me
6: okay
4: are we following him?
0: Yeah. There
3: he goes. Okay.
0: You get back out on the trail, and uh, this dryad is uh, walking near the tree line here, and she's keeping an eye out, and uh, you know for you to make sure that you're following. She's trying to engage Alexander in conversation. So where are you from?
2: Uh, I wouldn't really say I'm from anywhere. I kind of rambled around since I was young. Oh, is there lots of trees there? Some places. Uh, others not
6: so much. Oh, well, I don't know where I could live, there wouldn't be trees. Yeah. Living the trees is kinda rough. Uh are you are you kinda like a tree? Um I'm, I'm I'm their friend. You can talk to the trees? Well of course, can't you? Not really. Oh, you must be very lonely then.
2: I mean I got my party here with me.
6: Can they talk to trees?
2: Oh this. Yes. Can you talk to trees?
5: Well, yeah, anyone can talk to trees. The trick is hearing them talk back.
0: <laughs> so you make some some more small talk and about an, an hour goes by, and you are going to reach the end of this path here, and there's a large clearing. And you can hear the, the sound of, of rushing water in the distance. Um, but what you're also going to know is there is a large boulder at the end of this path. Uh, it has some rotting on it and um, some uh, dark paint.
4: Um, I'll approach with and ask him,
6: uh, Do you know what's
4: written on this
6: stone? Oh, <laughs> I can't read. At all? Why would I need to read? How would you read trees' stories
4: if you can't read?
6: Oh, they tell me stories.
4: But to you, not to them.
6: Well, I tell them stories, too, that I've heard. Hmm, okay. Anyway, this is as far as I go. Um,
4: I'm gonna take Aluna to the side for one second. Okay. Do you think... We should uh, maybe kill the drive so it doesn't tell the trees or anyone passing by we were here. That's actually a pretty good idea. I'm not one for mindless killing as much as I may seem like it,
5: but covering our tracks is very important. Indeed. And it would seem we're on the right trail. Uh, she said something about a big party earlier. We've gotten all the information I think we can get out of her.
0: It? Him?
4: Is it the she or he, Kevin?
0: Uh, you don't know. It prefers oh. the pronoun they okay. <laughs> <laughs> Z, Z.
1: As far as I'm concerned, it's the same thing as a fucking useless tree, so we'll call it it from now on. So it says yeah.
6: Tweak's gonna leave now, but what what was the answer to that riddle you were telling me? Hmm. Hold on. So, what do you say, Luna?
5: Yeah, let's go ahead.
2: Hey, wait. Uh, I, I think I know what it is. Okay. I am going to walk up to the Twig. I'm going to say, I know what it is, Twig. Just hear me out here. It's steel. And then I'm going to take out my dagger and fucking try and stab uh, a Twig.
0: Um, (laughs) twigs eyes go wide as you pull out this dagger uh, that starts to glow with this blackish purplish tendrils of smoke twig starts to run roll an attack Uh,
2: 11 to hit
0: (laughs) that's enough to hit
2: 4 damage
0: Alright, so you slam the uh, the dagger into Twig's back as it starts to run away and it screams out in pain and falls to the ground and starts to uh, try to crawl away from you into the wood line. Um, and she says,
6: I? My friends, help me!
0: And uh, wow. you see some of the trees like start to move as if there's wind coming through them.
4: Mm, can I... I have my warg. Bring me twig. Go like fetch boy.
0: It can try to grapple maybe with its jaws. Okay. Uh, roll a strength check for the warg.
4: Um, I think.
0: Is that yeah. the. Uh, that's a six?
4: It's ability six. Actually, not sure how creatures work on roll 20. Sorry.
0: Um, so the ward grabs a hold of uh, it's basically fetching a stick and grabs a hold of Twig's leg (laughs) and starts pulling but it's not really impeding Twig's movement much as uh, you can see now that like Twig's hands its fingers have like started to like grow and like root themselves into the soil to get a better grip aww that's so sad. And uh, she starts ah. screaming.
4: You said it's an it, not a she.
0: It, she, he, they.
4: I'm gonna go ahead and stab my sword into it.
0: Alright, roll an attack.
4: Isn't. Um,
0: you get advantage because Twig's prone. 21. Go ahead and roll damage for both attacks
4: 11 and a 12
0: alright so your first attack goes cleanly right through Twig's midsection cutting it in half and then your second swing takes Twig's head clean off and the screaming stops. Oh, stops
3: <laughs>
0: do you want
4: a dryad head for your collection
3: I mean, don't want it to go to waste, right?
4: I mean, yeah. If you make a collection, it's a pretty exotic head.
5: So is Twig dead, or do Dryads live with their heads
0: cut off? (laughs) As far as you know, nothing lives with its head cut off.
2: I would like to uh, stab the Twig's body with my dagger to make doubly sure.
0: Okay. You stab the upper torso... And it kind of, like, reflexively reacts... But you don't think that Twig's still alive... It was just, like, some sort of, like... Uh, instinctual reaction... And then it just falls... Motionless...
2: Reasonable enough... This thing's dead, guys...
5: Alright, let's go ahead and, uh... Toss the body into the tree line... No, get it off the path... And, uh... Then head on toward the gap...
4: Yeah...
1: I, I just want to stop here for a moment and say, what is wrong with all of you? Um, it, it did nothing to us. Why? Why would you do this?
2: Uh, there's no repercussions. I need to feed my dagger. At least try and feed my dagger. Also,
5: also they have yeah, our position. yeah. But they they um, don't keep secrets.
1: If, if they were talking to trees, then I'm pretty sure we just gave away our position to any other dryads that might be in the area. Mm. Assuming the trees can talk, right?
4: Yeah. But, I mean, would you really deny a child for a head collection? Come on.
1: Look, I I already disapprove of a lot of things that Talia does, but, uh...
3: You do? Talia's gonna look super sad.
1: Don't you give me that look, girl. Don't you give me that look
3: she's gonna stick her little bottom lip out and, and do the pouty eyes
1: <laughs> damn it fine take your head do whatever how did this happen I thought we raised you right
3: uh, to be fair you've only had me for a year
5: and you didn't, didn't start cutting her her head develop up. her own interests and have hobbies she's from the street son Even so, I'm not sure cutting off
1: heads and, you know, joyfully enjoying battle is really a
4: hobby. What?
1: Nonsense.
4: Look at me. (laughs) I grew up fine.
0: (laughs) If you enjoy your work, you'll never work a day in your life.
4: Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Weird voice from the sky. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, but we should get moving. Yeah. Um,
4: By the way, if the trees um, decide to attack us, we blame Alexander.
2: Yeah? Yeah. If wait. Yep. Okay. Oh, his arm. I'm not even the one that killed him.
4: I mean, then that's well, the problem. Exactly. If you kill them right away it wouldn't scream
0: Mm, not would it you got attached to it yep alright so you've dispatched this dryad you are now seeing uh, now that it's lifeless start to decay and become dry and brittle the green suppleness to uh, its twigginess has uh, left it so you're on this path the trees here have now started to settle down I guess as much as a tree can you see the path in front of you you see where it is opening up into a clearing about 50 feet ahead of you and you also see that large boulder with some dark writing on it probably just says mind the gap
5: <laughs> it's Alexander's uh, languages thing still working
0: how long does that last
2: let me check it lasts for one hour with concentration
0: uh yeah it would have expired by now. no let's just keep heading toward the gap
2: or we can just recast it as a ritual I
1: mean
5: Mm, true
1: no spell slots no consequences ten minute cast time whatever all works out
0: (laughs) sounds good uh, as you get closer to it The writing on it Give everybody give me a nature check 16
2: Two 13s I'm super four. lucky
0: Alright uh, Lunados, Juliet And Alexander No I got a 4 I'm pretty sure not no. Oh yeah <laughs> um, Oh I thought that You had a 14 number. Yeah the first one was a uh, perception check Mis-clicked. <laughs> Talia you would know as well you've seen enough old blood to know that this is written in old dried blood and the some of the markings here look similar to the writing that you saw on that other stone when you came across it on the path that divided it appears to be the same language
4: you know um the problem there is is, is not that i didn't recognize it's own blood. I just only ever seen text written in all blood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, I would understand that writing if it was written in blue ink instead of black ink. It totally makes exactly. sense.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Are you reading the, uh, are going to cast that as a ritual or are you just continuing on?
2: Can I do the ritual or does it have to be Julius uh, Julia since she's the wizard?
1: Pretty sure you Do can
2: you ritual have cast. ritual. I don't think I have ritual. Ritual casting, whatever it is.
1: No, it's a class feature. You can get it as a feat, but uh, pretty sure all the full caster classes except for Sorcerer and Warlock have it.
0: Could be wrong, but I'll let you cast it as a ritual, we'll figure it out later.
1: Yeah, either he can cast it or I can definitely cast it as a ritual, so one of us. Yeah, I guess I'll just cast
0: Alright, so you cast the spell and the words appear in your mind that says Turn away now. Beware the Guardian of the Gap.
2: Uh, yeah. So it's telling us to turn away, uh, which I don't think we're very good at doing about that. Um, And there's a Guardian of the Gap, which I'm not too terrified of at the moment.
1: So let's press onward and just have your weapons at the ready, because... they always are if they're not willing to fight
4: I mean honestly with the amount of priests who told me to be worried by now it's always warning nobody
2: so are are we gonna just keep on plowing ahead guys
4: I assume so
0: yeah I would (laughs) alright so (laughs) you uh, walk out into this clearing the ground here is pretty uneven and rocky with some craggy grass and vegetation appearing up through the uh, the stones and the rocks here it's kind of exposed um, like granite and uh, out in front of you you're gonna see uh, trees to either side of this and then a large chasm that appears to be about 200 feet across out in front of you you're going to see what appears to be about a three foot stone pillar that is near this chasm as well as this uh, stone platform that like steps up about about a foot and then uh, the only other thing uh, that you see here of note is a small white bunny that is grazing on some scraggly grass growing up between some rocks near the platform here. Hmm. I don't trust I... it. We need to kill it.
4: <laughs> Do I sense something from this um, bunny?
0: Uh, it's neither undead, celestial, or uh, fiend. Hmm.
1: Well, you wanted something to eat, so there there it is. You... They're like the spiders
4: of the you know, surface.
0: Um, You notice that uh, it has now stopped chomping on this grass and just looks up at you for a second and stares at you and then just goes back to eating grass. Hmm. I'm gonna tell my warg
4: bring me the bunny and send it to fetch.
0: Okay. The ward takes off running towards this bunny it gets up to the bunny and starts to clamp its jaws down and you see this bunny jump on top of this warg and it's like you know the old Tasmanian devil cartoon where you see like the the tornado of movement it's kind of like that there is like this blur and you see like fur flying everywhere and it's your warg's fur and then you see the bunny jump off the warg and the ward falls to the ground dead and then dissipates because oh, wow. it's Fae. Yeah. See, afraid of
4: bunnies. I honestly should have not sent my warg there. He's afraid of bunnies as is, so.
3: Why is, how, what? Then.
4: What do you mean, what?
3: How can you be afraid of bunnies? I mean, this one, obviously, but like normal bunnies.
4: I told you they're like spiders in the surface. It's terrifying that while wow, like spiders,
0: but bunnies. I'm oh,
3: just gonna shake your head. So what do we? What do we?
0: This uh, bunny looks at you and just twitches its nose, and then hops back over to this uh, grass and starts eating again.
4: He just taunt
0: me.
5: Let's spread out. Hit it with everything we've got. Although, possibility exists that it might not do anything if we don't
0: bother it.
2: Mm. How about
1: this? There's a gap up ahead, right, Kevin?
0: Uh, yeah. There's this like large, gaping chasm that's probably 200 feet across, and you can hear the sound of like this raging, like rapid river, echoing out of this uh, chasm.
1: Okay, so, we can either try and go through this bunny, around it. Now, if we try and go through it and it gets a drop on us, we're in trouble. If we try and go around it, it, as far as I can tell, I would say this is the guardian of the gap. I've never seen a bunny do that to anything at all.
4: I mean, it is the fae. It might just look like a bunny. not actually
1: be a bunny that is a very good point which is why i think we should just outright kill it but we should do so from a safe distance if this thing is really a guardian of the gap it probably has a maximum distance it can stray from this gap
4: that is a very good idea being expected from someone like you
1: oh thank you i appreciate the confidence
0: Well, you know, <laughs> backhand compliment. I have a small crossbow.
2: I have a enchanted short bow. Do you want to trade? No, not really. Okay.
1: So why don't we stand at our respective maximum ranges? A Lunadas, you and I can hold the line if this thing decides to charge. Does that sound like a good idea? Sure. Kill this bunny. If you've got
2: heavy-duty spells, try not to waste them, unless this thing is really that tough. And uh, guys, if we if we end up give, having the opportunity, if you won't mind uh, knocking it unconscious rather than straight out killing it, so I can uh, feed my dagger, that would be mucho appreciado. We can't do that from range, but if it gets up close, sure, we will try our best. Reasonable enough.
0: All right, so I'm going to have to ask everybody go ahead and put yourself in initiative. You line up here and everybody gets their weapons ready and Nifron looks to the left and to the right and says, added to the long list of things that I thought I'd never be doing, preparing for battle with a bunny. And
3: but a dangerous bunny.
0: I mean, if you don't
4: tell anybody, sharp pointy teeth. Can always say. <laughs> I mean, you can always say it was a dragon. <laughs> Nobody says
0: anything. A dragon polymorphed as a uh, bunny. Of course. All right, Luno, you're up. All right, I
5: am going to use the wand of magic missiles. If I let's see, it has six charges, Um, so I use five of them. That would be casting it as a fifth-level spell, which means three plus four more d4s. Uh, that sounds right. Alright. So seven d4 plus seven, right? So that would be twenty-five damage on the bunny. All right, and I'm going to. Just in case. Move over here. They might have, like, some fireball ability or some shit. See, wait, no. I'm gonna move. I think I can move that
0: far. Yes, that's 10 spaces. Alright, is that in your turn? Yes. As a reaction, the bunny is going to see you run and take off charging at you. This could go bad. Could. Probably Probably will. Alright, next up is Alexander. I'll try
2: and shoot him with my short bow.
0: Okay, so a lunados and um the bunny have ran back here into the woods here behind the tree. Um so that I'm gonna call that um three quarters cover. So that's gonna
2: make Okay, I guess I ran. Uh, and I will, since I've missed, I will, i go got like 15 feet this direction and pass.
0: All right, Vic, you're up. Oh, foolish elf.
4: Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and get as close
0: as I can.
4: Five feet, ten feet. Uh, I think this is correct, right?
0: Uh, you could can you move 35 feet? Yeah, that's 30 feet. We'll say you're there.
4: Okay, thank you. So this drill is not working. Hmm.
0: So, yeah,
4: I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on the Lunada. Oh, thank you. And I'm going to summon my spiritual weapon. Okay.
0: And you want it to be a spear again?
4: Uh, Yes. And that's the enemy.
0: Uh, where do you want to cast spiritual weapon?
4: Near the bunny, like flanking. I know it can't flank, but uh, flanking side.
0: Next up is Nifron. He is going to dash and going to attack the bunny. Uh, that is a twenty-six and a twenty-three with the rapiers that'll hit, and then he crit missed on the side. Oh
5: dear. Sad face.
0: So that is 11 damage plus three sneak attack is 14 plus eight. So 22 points of damage. And then he's going to roll the crit chart. Uh, you take disadvantage on all saves and skill checks for the rest of the day. Next up is Juliet. All right. Juliet is going to move up and is this
2: thing in sight range?
0: It is, right? Uh, it would be in, I would say, half cover from where you are right now. All right, then Juliet's going to fire a firebolt at it. Okay, so that'll take, uh, what is that, negative two for half cover? So that would be a
1: six. That does not hit, and that will end Juliet's turn.
0: Talia, you're up.
3: All right, I'm going to use dash to move up here. Would that be within range? Should I go there? Uh,
0: yeah.
3: I'll go here. So she's used Ash. Um, actually, she's gonna move there, just not super close, but within a decent range to throw a dagger at. Um, and then I'm going to throw a dagger. Ten.
0: Uh, that's gonna miss. Past her. <laughs> Next up is the Guardian of the Gap. Is going to hey. attack Lunados. That is a 19 and a 22. Ooh, both of those will hit. For a total of 21 damage. And that's a third of my health. Uh, you're up as uh, okay. this bunny charges at you and then like starts running around your legs. And you see... It's, it's kind of like a blur, but you see it like look up with you with these beady red eyes that have started to glow and then like where a normal bunny would have like you know teeth it opens its jaws and it's like this long fangy toothy maw with like these uh, fangs that are probably about an inch long that seem much larger than should be able to fit in its mouth
5: I am displeased by everything about that So, I'm going to click my heels and, you know, haste myself, and then I am going to start beating the fuck out of this guy. So, um, first, actually, I'm going to hop up here into the tree. Can I do that? Uh, yeah. I'll let you do that. Okay. So now I'm flanking, and I'm going to start wailing away on him. Alright, so, uh, 20. Uh, that's going to miss. Wow. Okay. Twenty-one. That's going to miss. fuck. Fourteen. That'll miss as well. Alright. Okay, and that will do it for Lunodoss'
0: turn. Alright, next up is Alexander.
2: I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. Do I even have anything that'll do something? Uh, okay, I'm going to run towards Bunny.
0: And remember now, he's in, he's behind some trees, like right here, so this will be like three quarters cover from where you are.
2: Okay, um, I guess I'll try and hit him with my crossbow through the three quarters cover.
0: Okay, so you're going to take a negative five. Ten? Uh, nope. Pass. Vic, you're up. I'm way too
4: old to be dealing with bodies going to go ahead and um, move forward, attack him twice and once with my spiritual
0: weapon. Alright, make your attacks. 12,
4: 18, and
0: 7. Yep, all three of those are going to miss. Wow. That's the end of my turn. Alright, Nifron's up. That is a 24, 12, and an 18. 24 is going to hit for... 12 points of damage plus 5. Do you include advantage on those? Yeah. Wow. That's going to be 17 points of damage. Nifron stabs down with uh, his rapier in Psy and this thing is like super quick so as he's like stabbing the first one he's able to like get it in the back haunch and then it starts running and it's just too quick for him to keep up with it next up's Juliet alright Juliet will move up next to Talia
1: and fire a firebolt at the it.
0: it's 17 to hit uh that's gonna miss alright that's it uh next up's Talia
3: um I'm going to try to throw a dagger at the bunny okay I'm probably going to fail just like everyone else has except for Nighfron 24 uh that's gonna hit Uh, Sneak attack And then I'll throw my offhand Uh, 18 that's gonna miss all right, so 15 damage
0: next up is the Guardian of the Gap It is going to attack Vic
4: When getting hit makes you feel good like you're doing your job (laughs) That is
0: (laughs) an 18 and a 22
4: if I have eighteen AC it does hit me. Oh wait, correct. Right? Right. Yep, and forgot
0: that she had cast shield on me. Okay. No no anyway. Yeah, sorry. It wouldn't have mattered, That's it great. would have still hit you. Uh Vic, you are going to take twenty three points of damage. okay Uh next up's Luna.
5: Actually, I don't anyway, let's see. Sorry. I'm going to shout Alexander, inspirations would be nice. I don't know how I would say that in character, but Sing us a song, you're the bagpipe man Then I'm going to beat the fuck out of the bunny some more Or
0: try Crit! Uh, yeah, that hits Oh With a four on the crit table That is hamstring Target is slowed to half movement until the end of the encounter, dex save ends ten, DC ten Okay What's your damage? Uh,
5: nine damage there. Alright. That the next punch is gonna miss. And then 23. 23 hits. Okay, for nine more damage. I'm um, gonna spend a chi point for a uh, stunning strike. Try and stun this dumbass. The DC 14 con save.
0: That's a natural 17
5: Okay So he did that I'm also going to do a Flurry of Blows So Where's Flurry 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 There it is 25 That hits 6 more damage And I'm going to Take away Its reactions Until the end Of my next turn uh, Flurry of Blows Again But that one will mess Only 19 Yep and since it has no reactions, I am going to uh, pull out into the open. All right, because it can't attack me. Ha ha ha! Uh,
2: Alexander, you're up. What a time to be alive! Uh, I'm going to run towards the bunny. What's that arrow thing to his left?
5: Uh, that's it's Vic's magic weapon. Hip yep, thing.
2: And I can be in this. Can I be in the same s- square? Is it?
5: it uh, no.
0: No? Okay.
2: If I went to this square, could I hit? Try and touch uh, the bunny.
0: It would be in full cover.
2: Even if I'm like trying to do a touch attack.
0: Uh, yes. Because I mean, you're basically on one side of a tree, and it's on the other side.
2: Okay. How about uh here?
0: Yeah, that would be a ranged attack from there.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can. I have a ranged weapon. Okay. I was wondering if I can, like, if it's still full color cover or if it's three fourths or whatever.
0: Uh, I'm going to say that that's probably half cover right there. Uh,
2: so that's what, three off?
0: Um, yeah, that's going to miss.
2: Yep, and then with that, I'll pass turn.
0: All right, Vic, you're up. I'm going to attack him twice and a special weapon again. Okay. So that's a 24 and a 24 both of those you're going to hit
4: and one second 21
0: Uh, that one's going to miss
4: I'm going to use Divine smite on both heads
0: okay Uh, you're rolling damage for a spiritual weapon there
4: are you sure?
0: it says spiritual weapon
5: but it also has the slashing and necrotic damage I think that's the damage for no it's it's
2: it's just formatted weird but it's not
0: the spiritual yeah. weapon, I don't think. Okay. It's two nine, yeah. Okay, so eighteen and then add your smites.
4: Yeah, two smites. And a nine. Alright. Nine nine nine.
0: Uh next up sniper run. That is a twenty seven, an eleven, and a twenty-one. So one of those are gonna hit. For 19 points of damage as he stabs down this thing he's just too quick uh, Juliet you're up uh, cast out a firebolt uh, that'll be okay uh, it's a 16 that does
1: not hit that's nope. it Talia you're up
3: uh, more dagger throwing who's surprised anyone
0: <laughs> if, everything, if every problem's a nail then your solution's a hammer uh, that's exactly. going to miss.
3: Uh, offhand. Twelve.
0: Uh, that's going to miss too.
3: Sad face. That's my turn.
0: Um, the bunny is going to attack Vic.
4: Bring it on, bunny.
0: Say 24 and a 19. Uh, both hit. Okay, that'll be for 27 points of damage.
4: Okay.
0: Leno, you're up. The idea was to try and get the bunny out in the open, but okay.
5: Gonna run back in. Yeah.
4: You know, Alice.
5: That
0: was kind of your fault. Mm Mm-hmm.
5: And I'm going to smack him around some more. 23. Uh, That'll hit. And let's do a stunning strike. DC 14 comp.
3: Does anyone get, else get the feeling that there was some kind of secret we were supposed to discover on how to kill this bunny other than just, you know, brute force?
2: I figure that everything can be solved by brute force. There are no secrets to be had. All I
0: know is smash.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure that uh, Kevin's given us at least 15 hits, uh, with hints that we've uh, obviously ignored.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Ah, uh, that's a twenty. It saves. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna keep punching. Alexander, you're on deck. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not done yet. I said he's on deck. Oh, oh. <laughs> so twenty-four
5: for nine more damage, and twenty-six for eleven. A flurry of blows, a miss, and a twenty-five for eleven more damage.
0: And So we'll take uh, away his reactions again. It doesn't matter. Um. Okay. <laughs> so what's it look like when you uh, punch this bunny to death?
2: <laughs> so, uh, not even gonna leave it
0: alive.
5: What a monster.
0: Oh, do you want to uh, do non-lethal to it? So, uh,
5: Yeah, wanna... yeah, I wasn't... Okay, yes, we'll do non-lethal damage for, for Alexander's sake. But yeah, I'm just gonna start pounding the bunny and pounding and pounding and pounding. And then as it starts to, you know, fall limp, I'm gonna grab it around the neck and just keep punching on it. You know, so I'm down on my knees holding this bunny around the throat and punching it really hard in the face with my other hand
0: <laughs> and then uh, Alexander comes up and uh, finishes the job with the uh, the dagger Yep. and as he stabs into it the body here just dissipates into a bluish smoke and that's going to take you out of combat what a time it was ridiculous
5: I suspect it wasn't a real bunny Oh, really? Well, his
2: body's gone, so I can't use uh, Identify.
0: All right, so uh, you're out of combat. You've defeated the uh, Guardian of the Gap. Before you is, uh, now that you're a little bit closer, you can see that there is a, a raised stone pedestal about three feet off the ground that is about two feet in diameter. And there also appears to be this stone platform near the edge of the gap here that's about one foot off the ground appears to be made of uh, some rock that is not the same as the rest of the rock here it looks like it's made out of limestone and it is the same material as the pedestal
5: and we should probably leave that for next time
0: yes i think that is an excellent place to end the episode Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons & Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling science favor, give us a 5-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. If you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our Fantasy Sponsor. After a long day in the fields or the mines, all you want to do is visit the tavern with your mates and relax. you need an ale that won't fill you up or empty your purse. Ask your barkeep for a Conley Light. It's made by Master and Brewers with the finest ingredients from the Plains Nation. It's a refreshing crisp ale that will quench your thirst. And you can feel good about drinking tankard after tankard without that full feeling you get from other L's. So you can keep going all night for better times at a better price. Conley Light. The music you heard on this episode was "Mist," Fairy Tale Waltz, Shadowlands 1 Horizon, Crossing the Chasm, and Shadowlands 5, The Antechamber by Kevin MacLeod and the License under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. Creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0.